Welcome to the No Picks After Dark podcast. I'm your host, Erin Dante. Today, we have a very special guest. She's coming from out of Hartford County, okay? And uh, I've been trying to get this young lady on my show for, I'm going to say, six months. Six months, folks. Um, without further ado, I'm not going to talk anymore. Miss Malia Chapman, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so pumped to be here. Hey, I am so happy that you made it on the No Picks to Dark podcast. You're stepping in the podcast as we speak. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Uh, before we even get started, you know, this young lady, I, I want to give her a huge, huge shout out because she did something very special for me. Um, and a lot of people don't know about this. When before I started the podcast, when the podcast started out, it was doing well. But, you know, I feel like I wasn't in touch with the society. I wasn't really hitting with all cylinders. So I reached out to her on a whim, like, hey, let me just find out. She may give me some good positive, you know, advice. So I said, hey, you know, let's meet up let's for lunch and just chit chat and talk. And she took time out her busy schedule because this lady's busy. She is a very busy woman. And she's <laughs> like, let me look at your, let me look at your marketing online. And, you know, I was a little nervous because I was like, I don't want to be critiqued. And she was like, straight up, your uh, graphics are shit. And I said, <laughs> But she said, you know, she said it nicely, but I'm, I'm going to, you know, get, you know, say a little crazy on here. But she was like, you're just doing regular stuff. It's nothing spectacular. There's nothing that stands out. There's nothing that will make me, me want to look at your website or even your podcast. And that stuck with me because now I'm doing totally different. The numbers have gone up, the participation. And I, I'm, I'm just want to give you guys, just show her the love because it's proof in the pudding, okay? So without further ado, we're going to, this ties into why we're talking with her and we're going to tell, and tell before what's the name of your company, what you do, tell the audience a little bit about you, but I just wanted to give that quick plug about how you are good at what you do, because right now we're in a situation where businesses are unsure, but I think you are the right source of person to talk to out here right now. So without further ado, Ms. Malia, please go ahead. Your show. Thank you for that awesome intro. Oh my God. If you could write that as a review on my Facebook, that would be great. <laughs> that was a great testimonial. Um, but I own, I own Millennial Marketing. So it's a digital marketing firm. Um, we specialize in anything online that can get your small business um, noticed. So social media, websites, email newsletters, blog posts, anything like that. And, and, and you are rocketing. You're just crushing it right now because you have been... You have a lot of um, what people from Harford County, Aberdeen area doing it. Like what name some of the businesses you're working with out there? Yeah. Yeah. So we can take, we're, like I said, we're a digital company, so we can take clients anywhere. So we do have um, a couple spread out. We've got some in Florida and DC and Ohio and stuff like that. Um, but Harford County is really our bread and butter. That's like where we dive in and focus on the community because I'm a Harford County girl. I grew up here and my parents own a small business. So I've seen the plight of the small business owner. Um, so most of our clients are, um, are the little guys and that's really who we focus on. So Harford County, you know, we've got, um, we've worked with the independent and the black eyed Susie's and McGurk's and there's a whole bunch of new businesses on main street that are really just killing it. Um, and we're helping them out and it's really, really rewarding. how did you find out you want to do your own business? Like, why did you want to be an entrepreneur? I mean, you said your parents have your own business, but what made you want to step out and do your own thing? Yeah, I think my parents had a big role in that um, because they never, I never saw them work for other people. I only ever saw them work for themselves and they hustle so hard. Um, they were really killer business owners. So I had a really great example with them. So I always kind of knew, um, and I do have this leader personality type. Um, 
I don't want to say I have like a problem with authority, but I do like being my own boss. <laughs> so I think I always knew I was going to go this direction. I just didn't really know how I was going to do it. Um, so I did sales and marketing for years and I just kind of transitioned into this. So when you were in college, did you major for this? Is this something that you always wanted to do? No, not at all. In fact, this sounds horrible, but I actually, before I started this company, I really didn't like social media. I didn't have like personal pages. I didn't really like subscribe to that whole vibe. Um, but it's just such a great tool for small businesses. And if you know how to do it, then it is the vibe. So I uh, majored in English literature, actually. I got my master's in English lit uh, last year. Nice, nice. And I, I want to give this plug because I know you probably have so many uh, businesses you deal with, but you also help mm-hmm. function co-working that I where, where I record out of. So that's yes. a, a great connection. Is that how we got connected? I no, no. I just reached out. I just reached out. Oh, okay. I, I was, so that just I was, happened to be... I was, or it was organic. It was organic. Okay, perfect. I love that. I love so, that. My online research must be great. Must be great. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So here's other yeah, questions. Yeah, the function is amazing. Yeah. Gene uh, does an awesome job over there. So yep. kudos They're to great. him. So what are some things that have inspired you to work with like all these this local market and all these companies? What have, like, what do you see? Like, why are you going out your way to say, Hey, I believe in these companies. Yeah. I just think, um, especially in Hartford County, uh, it feels like one of those areas where we're a little bit behind, uh, behind the ball. We go a little bit slower than some areas. Um, it's just not a big city and stuff like that. So I just kept seeing all these small businesses that just couldn't, they had great business plans. They have killer products, like awesome, awesome services, but they just weren't getting in front of the people that needed to get in front of. And it's so easy. Once you have like a successful, um, you know, Instagram page or Facebook page, once you can get those ducks in a row, it really is so easy to get the clientele you're looking for. So, and it was information that I already had, like I'm a millennial dude. Like I came out of the womb on Twitter, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's so easy. For me and my generation, and um, and one generation behind us, they just don't know how to do it. So it's really simple tools and simple training uh, that makes a huge difference in these businesses. Now, what trials and tribulations did you go through starting your business? Uh, there's always Ooh. something that's crazy that happens. <laughs> that it's like, this is crazy. Why am I doing this? Um, did you ever have that situation? And yeah, like, what would you? What advice would you give others? You know, I was so blessed and um, it really has a lot to do with me being so plugged into Hartford County and that community. Uh, These people really just took me in like, and I, when I started, I was like, listen, I don't know what the heck I'm doing here, but I'm just going to help you, like try to help you. Like, and people were so um, accepting and so inviting. So I honestly, other than not really having any examples of how to run this business or other businesses that have done this well in our area, um, because there really aren't any. I mean, I really didn't have that much trial to go through. It, it's been amazing. It's been a really good ride for me. How do you go out and promote millennial marketing to businesses in Hartford County? Yeah. So the way the company actually got started, it was an accident, like most good ideas, I think. Um, so <laughs> I, uh, my son, I have an eight-year-old and my son was in Taekwondo and the Taekwondo school in Bel Air had asked me if I would run their Facebook page for like a hundred bucks a month. And I was like, you want me to post on Facebook and you're going to give me a hundred dollars a month. Like, I just couldn't believe that that was a real business idea. (laughs) So the next day after I got that account, I just walked up and down main street and I invited, or I told everybody that I knew, I just popped in and was like, Hey, this is what I'm doing for them. And I think within like three weeks I had over 10 accounts. So it just grew really quickly and people needed it. Wow. It was easy. (laughs) I hate to say it. So how did you find your voice as far as being a marketer? How did you find your voice? Like I know social media, but 
you said you didn't know anything. You, did, you hated social media, but now how did you find your voice doing it? Yeah, I think I, um, I'm just one of those people that has a voice outside of social media anyway. So uh, it was easy for me to translate that. And it's a lot harder for some others, I think. Um, but, you know, for me, I was just always my authentic self. Like even in the beginning when I knew my graphics were trash and I knew that I wasn't getting the engagement I needed and everything like that. I was just like, listen, I'm very new. I'm figuring this out. Bear with me. Like this time next year, I will have my shit together. <laughs> you know what I mean? So people were just really accepting, I think. And they appreciated the authenticity. That's nice. Now, what about, I mean, I see you have photos of a lot of business owners. Give some plugs to some yeah. of the businesses that you are currently dealing with right now in, in the area. Well, I will say that this is a strange time indeed for my clients. Um, so my client list has certainly changed over the past couple months. Um, and we've you know frozen a lot of accounts and things like that while people get back on their feet and figure out what they're doing. But we have most of Main Street um, on Bel- in Bel Air. Um, you know, you know, and... Gosh, I don't even want to plug these people. You don't, you don't have to plug everybody. Yeah, I want to like leave people out and only say a couple of them. But we have, we have a ton in Bel Air um, and we're growing every day. And, you know, these classes that we're doing, we're doing these online social media marketing classes. And each month is a different um, topic. And so we're really getting a lot of different people watching these and people engaging these. So it's really expanding who we're reaching to. So let's let's talk about those classes you're teaching. Um, yeah. Explain the classes that you're teaching. Explain what you're doing um, and what you're offering and what feedback you've gotten back from this. Yeah. So um, we just started these this year and I just, you know, didn't realize that people wanted to attend these classes so bad, but we've sold out everyone that we've done so far, which is awesome. So we just have a different topic each month. One um, was like a general one. One was all about Facebook. The last one was all about Instagram for business. We've got a LinkedIn coming up, Pinterest, like all that kind of stuff. Later in the year, we're going to be talking all about ads and building websites. So they're all different topics that reach different different demographics. And we're reaching a huge number of people doing this. Um, they're 20 bucks a pop and you can get all the resources online. So if you can't make the class, you can still get the video, the worksheets, the PowerPoint, all that stuff. Um, and we're getting some killer feedback. In fact, this morning, so we had the Instagram class on Wednesday. And this morning, I got a text from someone that said they took a couple of little tips that I gave them from the Instagram class. And they posted something yesterday and they got over 500 likes and 50 new followers from it. So it's just like really cool to see that real world. Like this is really affecting people and really growing their audience. What do you say to those business uh, people out there who are just struggling to get, they, people don't understand the difference between likes <laughs> and followers yeah. and they're struggling to get hundred likes, but the followers are not happening. Where's give right. us a little, give us a little sneak peek behind the curtain a little bit about what would you yeah. say to that business? Yeah. And I see this all the time with new clients is they just want a thousand followers. They just want 10,000 followers or whatever. Like those are their only goals. But my goals are to make sure that the people that are following you are buying your products and are spending money with your business. So even if you have 200 followers, we need all 200 of those people to be clients, you know? So our business is really converting the people who are following you into paying customers rather than growing your following specifically. And a lot of times that goes hand in hand, but our goal is to make sure you're making money. And what are your thoughts about the people who we, we've spoken about this? You pay for ads on Instagram and Facebook oh, yeah. <laughs> and they get nothing out of it. Uh, I remember I tried to do that once before and it was a joke because yeah, yeah. they get people hit your page, but not everybody's going to follow you. What do you say to people like that who think that's an easier way of making a set of organically? 
Yeah, I think that's a bummer that people um, don't know what they're doing and they waste their money, you know, because you can absolutely spend the same amount. You can spend, you know, 10 bucks on Facebook and have a great ad. Um, so you just have to know how you're doing it and do it the right way. But there's also the people that buy the followers and all this kind of stuff. And it's just a lot of um, information that they don't know what to do with. You know, they think this is going to help them and they just need to talk to me. <laughs> there you go. So where do you see this company in five years? Uh, what do you see what's going to happen? Do you see yourself having an apprentice or somebody taking over or somebody doing day-to-day operations? You know what? I don't have a darn clue. I cannot believe that this thing has grown as much as it has in two years. So um, we are certainly in a much different place than I would have guessed when I first started this business. So I'm you know, chasing this thing as fast as I can and trying to keep up with it as it grows. But um, you know, in five years, I want to have a lot more resources available online that people can access. Um, I want to be doing a lot more, hopefully we're all in public again. I want to be doing a lot more events and like live speaking engagements and stuff like that. Um, I feel like that reaches the most people and helps the most people at one time. So, um, those are kind of my goals to grow. Do you feel like social media is going to be even bigger right now with everything going on as far as marketing plan and making sure that you're really marketing every day or make sure you're getting the right message out? Yeah, I would definitely say that it's changing for sure because more people, you know, since everybody's home, everybody's spending a lot more time online than they normally would. So it's really changing the algorithms and changing the way that we're posting and what we're posting and that kind of stuff. Um, But yeah, as this thing evolves, I think that that social media will absolutely change. Nice. That's that's, that's interesting. Now, we're in a society that's uncharted waters right now for businesses. What are you hearing from businesses that you're dealing with right now? As far I think as people are just scared. You know, everybody's nervous. Nobody knows what the heck is going on. I don't know what's going on. I don't pretend to. Um, but I will say that we have seen a huge, huge increase in the past two months in people updating their websites um, and adding e-commerce options to their website. So people who couldn't sell things online before are now very interested in selling their products online. Um, so we're doing a lot of that and updating people's you know, online presence and things like that. Um, but I think for the most part, people are just, you know, trying to stay positive as we all get through it. Cause we're all in the same boat here. You know, it's not affecting one of us. It's all of us. Now we touched on online workshops. What do you think about people who post every single day? Do you think they're flooding the market too much or does it become uh, white noise? Do you think is it appropriate time to market? I mean, I don't know personally, but I, well, uh, that's the first, that's the first question. We'll go second next, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I will say that, um, every demographic is different and every business is different and every following group is totally different. So there's no right number of times a week to post, um, for new clients, we usually say three to five a week is plenty. Um, but I do know plenty of brands that post every day and I still don't see their posts every day because the algorithm hides all their information. So it's tough because, you know, even though they post every day, I might only see one post a week, whereas other people that are following are getting these notifications every single day. So you really have to ride that fine line. But, um, you know, you want to get in front of the people that are only seeing you once a week because those are the people you need to convert. What are your thoughts on marketing IG Live and Facebook Live? 
Yeah. Um, I don't know if we talked about this before. I don't and like I'm on video all the freaking time and I just hate live. It's so stressful. <laughs> and when Instagram live and Facebook live first came out, the algorithm preferred those because it's a new feature and it wants you to use all the new features. But since it's been around for a while, it's getting the same amount of um, traction and engagement and shows in the algorithm as regular video is. So if that's the case, I would much rather just pre-record it and make sure I look good before I post it. <laughs> That makes sense. I mean, I, I'm kind of annoyed by a lot of the IG lives right now. Yeah. I'm a little, I mean, I, every time I see IG live, I'm like next. Yeah. Because it's just, everybody's doing it. Yeah. It's a little it's overwhelming. Flooded, it's flooded the market. And I do like, so you just did something really cool right there. You just said a, a new marketing tool, record it first and then put it on IG. Yep. That would make sense. Or IGTV. That would make sure that makes sense to me because so many things can go wrong on live and I, I mean, I see Twitter live. I see all this. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to, sorry. I'm not going to sit home, even though we're home right now, for an yeah. hour to listen to. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it on my time. I'm not going to, yeah. no offense to anybody else's page or business. Sure. But it's just, I don't think a lot of people want to do that either. Um, yeah. I will say the one we, perk about live video is that people get the notification. So it'll actually come on your screen. And it's just one of those marketing things. Like the more often your name is in front of people, the better chances they are to purchase from you. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, if you're doing a live once a week, they're getting this pop-up notification saying, Malia's going live right now or millennial marketing. So when you think of a marketing company, you're probably going to think of millennial marketing. Now we've already tested workshops have benefited a lot of your customers. How'd you learn how to, to adapt so quickly and do zoom? Yeah. I, uh, like I said, I, I came out of the womb on Twitter. So a lot of this technology is just second nature. So I don't even remember it being, being an issue the first time I used Zoom, it was just kind of like, oh, okay, this is going to record me, no big deal. Um, so Zoom is not a problem for me at all, but I do find that a lot of the people joining the groups for the first time or joining the marketing sessions are like, what is Zoom? How do I get on? How, what does this do? You know, so it was fine for me, but um, you know, I, I do think there's a learning curve for a lot of the people that I'm teaching to learn any technology at all, not just social media. And just from your business standpoint, looking to, into the future, um, as far as Maryland, uh, we haven't opened back up totally yet. Um, it looks like we're almost there when the, the governor presented the meeting, had a press conference the other day, possibly next week we'll mm. reopen. We don't know what that looks like right now. Really don't know. But as far as businesses that you market to, that people have to go in the stores, I don't think we'll ever be living the same until we have a vaccine, Yeah. from my standpoint. How, does your, how do you market to your team saying, hey, once this opens back up, we're, you gotta be ground running, ready to rock and roll. Yeah. How do you market that to them? How are you stressing that to them right now? I mean, just exactly how you said it. I mean, I have, um, because all of our clients are small businesses, we have really close relationships with them. So the people that are my clients are my friends, you know, um, I, I have very few actual business relationships. <laughs> These are people that I know and love and trust. And if they weren't my clients, I would still be supporting them a thousand percent. Um, so I'm just shooting out texts. I'm like, listen, you need to be promoting this now. You need to do, be doing this now. They need to see this now so that they make the appointment and get in as soon as you're open, you know? Um, and like I said, it's different for every business and every business has different things that they're going to have to adjust to as we move forward. Um, but people are definitely thinking about it. I mean, it's definitely at the top of everybody's mind. They're trying to figure out um, how to be just as successful as they were before with all these new ways of, of living. Now, I know that I'm not going to name the name of the place, but I know you work with a certain restaurant up that way. Uh -huh. And I think just maybe for them and for yourself, maybe I'm actually interviewing a restaurant owner in Georgia 
um, in the next week or next week or so. Okay. I think that'll be interesting for people to listen to because they are already open. They're already having people eating inside their restaurants. Gotcha. That formula that they're doing down there is probably going to be the formula that Maryland's going to be following. Okay. Everybody's watching closely to what they're doing. I'm just curious as far as capacity. You know, say for instance, a restaurant has 150 capacity. Yeah. Probably it's going to be 25%, 30% of that now. Yeah. So how do you make money as a restaurant? Uh, as a as a retail clothing store, do you downsize your shop because you don't have that many people? You can't have that many people in, you know, and that conversation, that one-on-one, you have a mask going. So I think it's going to be interesting going forward how you market it, how it comes to it's, it's clean, it's safe. We always are wiping down windows because people want to feel safe. They want to yeah. feel comfortable. And I think that marketing tool will be essential going forward. I just see it. What about oh, you? Yeah. What, are you? What are your thoughts on restaurants going forward. And I know you work with some of them. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely agree. And I will say that, um, the people that I work with in restaurants in Harper County are some of the most creative minds that I know, and they are thinking so outside the box on this. Um, so they're really an inspiration to me and I'm passing some of those ideas on to my other clients that aren't restaurants too. Um, just because I feel like we need some, some ingenuity here. Like we need something that people aren't expecting, you know, um, to be successful and to set yourself apart from everybody else that's struggling right now. You kind of, you got to think outside the box. You got to do something different. So I think you'll see, um, and I can hook you up with some other restaurant owners in Harper County if you want to do some interviews with them, but I think we'll see some really cool, um, ingenuity come out of Harper County in the next couple of weeks. That's nice. That's right. Now, what are your thoughts on if I'm a brand new business owner? <laughs> I, I'm trying to get my name out here. I call you up. What, what is your, what is your pitch to me as a business owner? Yeah. So I will say that we have a very um, distinct way because our demographic is small businesses and they don't have a huge budget and they don't know what they're doing. Um, so we have a very distinct way of doing this. And it's different from a lot of our competitors. So when we go in, we, there's no budget that's too small. If you got 50 bucks a month, we can work with 50 bucks a month and we will give you $50 worth of value for that budget. Um, and social media is not great for every business, you know? I mean, a website is great for every business and we can help with that, but we help with other marketing strategies as well. So we're not just going in saying, Hey, we love social media. So this is what the heck we're selling. You know, like we go in and really look at the business, see what the best way to reach their demographic is, and then create a like specific strategy for them so they can reach their goals. That's nice. I like hearing that. Um, that that should just give people an idea of, you know, I think you do a great job what you're doing and just what you do on Instagram, uh, it's just, it, it proves a point. It's proof in the pudding. You see your classes are always sold out. Even before yeah. when we, before everything happened, I would look and like, wow, she's doing her thing. She's selling out every class on marketing. You know, a lot of people want to get savvy with it. Uh, now, what is your preferred media of marketing? I am an Instagram girl personally. I, um, I run our business page, the millennial marketing business page, and we get, I mean, probably 70% of our business straight from Instagram and the rest is just referrals from other clients that have been happy. So um, I love Instagram. I think it's really, really effective for a lot of businesses, but Facebook is still killing it. Unfortunately, I personally hate Facebook, but uh, it's still killing it. And people are doing really well on their business Facebook pages. You know, it's interesting you say that. I, I had a uh, interview with some, a group of guys and when the Dalla, when the, when the interview came out, I was kind of disturbed. Like, why is it, why is nobody listening to in this episode? And I love the episode. But then I found out because I posted on Facebook, a lot of people listen to it on Facebook. Yeah. And the Facebook mm-hmm. numbers are there. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. It's Facebook. 
So yeah. you're fine. Like you said, Facebook is still king or queen yeah. or however you want to put it. It's still it's true. the best media out there. As much as I don't like using it, which I do not like using it, I have to. And that that's very important. I like that you said that, that Facebook still is king or queen. At the end of the day. It really is. And especially if you're, you know, working with small business owners, like my demographic is other small business owners and small business owners are generally in the age group above mine, which is more popular on Facebook. So, um, you know, you got to figure out where your demographic is and look for them there. Nice. All right. So we've gotten through the big meat part portion of the pro- of this. Yes. So now this is the fun part. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, uh, before, but actually... Well, we'll, I'll leave leave that one last question into the end. Another question, but we'll do rapid fire. Rapid fire. Okay. What what inspires you every day? Um, Me, my son. (laughs) Who's your favorite author? Ernest Hemingway. What is your favorite music group? Queen. Best crab cake in Maryland. Oh, okay. So we're going to do Hartford County things, and it's Pat's... Yeah, it's uh, Pat's Pizzeria in Abingdon, absolutely. Okay. Best brunch in Harford County? Black Eyed Susie's, for sure. Well, if, I, if I went there, you and I both went there, what would you recommend me to get? Oh, that chicken and waffles is mad good, dude. <laughs> Flats or drums? Drums. Favorite city to visit? What was Favorite it? Favorite city to visit. Favorite city to visit. Oh, D.C. I love D.C. Cheesesteak egg rolls, aren't they the best? Oh my God. You know it's McGurk's. You don't even have to ask me that question. <laughs> McGurk's in Bel Air. What is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I ever received was to give yourself grace. Nice. I'm hard as hell on myself, dude. <laughs> now, this is going to be kind of funny when I ask you this question. <laughs> to look at your younger self. <laughs> what would you-, you mean like 22 or what? <laughs> What would you say about your life now? Looking, if you could look at your younger self. Um, you know, like I just said, I am crazy hard on myself. So I feel like my younger self would be shaking her head. Like, this is all you got girl. Step it up. (laughs) You should be president by now. What you doing? (laughs) (laughs) There it is. There it is. And wish the contact info plug yourself. Now this is your time to plug where we can find you, how we can reach out to you, your websites, emails, yes. Twitters, Snapchats, whatever Absolutely. everybody Thank else you. doesn't um, work. Go so ahead. my website is millennialmarketingmd.com. Um, you can find me on social media anywhere because that's my thing. So Facebook, Millennial Marketing, and then Instagram is millennial underscore marketing underscore MD. And what is your turnaround? You know, we, we have a pretty decent sized team now. So we're knocking things out pretty quickly. Websites are usually done in under 30 days. Um, we usually start new clients for social things on the first of the month because we actually provide an entire month of content before the month even starts. So that's something different about our business too is on the 25th of each month, you have the entire month's content for the next month. So you can approve it, make edits, all that kind of stuff. So we usually start on the first. Do you guys provide? Yeah, we have. I mean, super, super great subcontractors that we use. We have photographers, videographers, you know, SEO, all the, all kinds of stuff. Anything you can use digitally, we totally got you. And going back to what I said to you about you in the beginning, besides content, your picture is very important because mm-hmm. you asked one thing you told me, and I'll, I'll remember this to, to this day. 
said, Aaron, you have, yeah. they want you, you're, you're the product. You are the face of the business. Your face needs to be on there. They need to see you. They need to hear you. Yeah. They hear you, but they want to see you also. What do you say to that as far as we tell business owners that also? Because that was probably the best, yeah. one of the best advice I've ever gotten. And I never thought of it like that to expand who I am. But what would you say to a business owner? Yeah, I think especially for small me? businesses, for people that are trying to connect on a small scale like this with real people in their community, they got to see your face. You know, social media can be scary and the internet can be scary. So if they can see your face all the time, they can hear your voice. They feel like they know you. Like if they saw you in person, they would recognize you. Um, that is what really makes a difference because people buy from people they trust and people they know, you know? Um, so that's something that we've done in our strategy a ton is I'm on their page all the freaking time. Um, and the clients that I have that have taken that advice have done really, really well. All right. Any final words for anybody out there who's looking to to, to pick you as their marketing? <laughs> I mean, of course, give me a call. I'd love to work there. with you. But um, really quick, I just want to give like two or three quick tips for anybody that is just getting started with their social or having issues. Um, Facebook and Instagram specifically, make sure that you are um, scheduling consistent content. So even if you're posting twice a week, make sure that you stay posting twice a week. If you stop posting altogether, Instagram and Facebook will realize that and they'll kind of flag your account. You won't show up in the feed as much. Um, the other thing is to use as many features as possible. So Instagram stories, all the buttons, all that kind of stuff, because the platforms will kind of give you brownie points for using the things that they have available for you. So post all the time, post consistently, and use as many features as possible. Nice, nice, nice. And a little plug. I know I introduced you and oh yeah, Sarah Beth. Beth. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, yeah, Sarah, yeah, Sarah, yep, yeah, yep, yep. So that's pretty yeah, she's good people. Hell so, yeah. And my company's all about community over competition. So we're always trying to meet, you know, there's nobody that can steal business from us. We are always trying to work together with people. So it's been great to meet other people in the community that do what we do. Hey, you heard it here first, millennial marketing folks. Go check them out. Like I said, I was I was I was putting out boring ass content, and she kept it real and said, "You need you you need to either show your face, have pictures, put yourself in front of the camera, or just stop at it. Yeah, stop. Give just, up. It's never going to expand." And I'm thankful for Absolutely. that great advice that you gave because that took a lot. It was a gut check and it was a it was a tough pill to swallow, but the reward right now is amazing, and I'm. I'm excited and I'm excited for your company and what you're doing and how you guys are rocking out. And I appreciate everything you've done. And again, thank you so much for stepping into the No Picks or Dark podcast. Thank you so much for having me. And folks, (laughs) we are out on that note. Peace.